Did you see the new Brooklyn Nine-Nine trailer? No, I didn't. Oh, it, it's good. Very die-hardy. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> it's Jake. I'm so glad that's coming back. I bet. Between that and The Good Place, NBC's got a really nice comedic lineup again. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kitty. We all ready to go? Mm-hmm. That's good, because I'm already recording. Ha! Big surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Surprise, Welcome, friends and listeners, to another episode of True North Nerds. Yay! Yay! Um, Kevin is unfortunately not able to be here. Um, He's working. He's the ghost of Christmas present. Well, as every like person knows, mall Santas work for the real Santa. And the real Santa put up, you know, the Santa signal. He couldn't be somewhere that day. <laughs> Santa signal. So Kevin got the call, and Kevin is being Santa, which he is good at. Yes. At least I feel he's good at. Oh, yeah. I'd be curious to hear children's Well, we were watching him. him for a little while, which sounds creepy, but we were standing in line waiting to get our picture taken with Santa, which yeah. sounds Coming even creepier. Soon. Um, well, by the time this is up, I imagine that that photo will be ready. Yeah, right? he, but he I mean he was interacting really it well with be. the kids. Yeah. I thought. No, well, he's gotten he's been doing what what three years now, four years. Yeah. Oh, it's not more than that. Might even be more than that. Might be five. Five. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, I've just wasted so many Ultra Balls on this stupid gas thing. I just wasted a whole bunch of balls on this stupid Sorry. swine up. Yeah, we, we might, we might want to let the listeners in. So um, this might be an interesting episode because... Uh, we're playing Pokemon Go. In <laughs> originally, as we said last episode, we were going to have uh, our Secret Christmas Santa. Secret Santa. But Kevin uh, got the Santa gig and couldn't be here. So then we thought about uh, buying some mystery boxes and revealing their contents. And, uh, well, that kind of blew up in our faces, too. So well, we can go... review the contents, yeah, except true. we bought three boxes. Well, yeah, but and it's well, also for a company that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Well, which may it exist, uh, exist in some form. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it in the second half of the show. But oh, yeah. uh, if Ryan's done throwing his ultra balls down the gutter, we have some news. I well, didn't get a ghastly on mine. No, it was uh, just a weekly, oh. a daily thing. Now I have enough that I can go for the big one. But oh. I'll do that later. If you do it now, you might get a Zapdos. <laughs> I know. Well, nobody wants to listen to me attempt to Play catch Pokemon, Pokemon <laughs> when I can be reading the news. So what do you got in the news this week, right? Well, I'm going to leave one of the big the big one everybody knows that came out. I'll leave that till later. Okay. And and we I'll, will dissect that. Yeah. At, well, at, at Yeah, you do. <laughs> Uh, I like do, to do, be surprised. Do, 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 do. Okay, so follow up from last week's news, the big Hugh Jackman announcement. 
Not Wolverine. Not as Wolverine. We, as we correctly not predicted. A, yes. Uh, he is taking his one-man show on the road. I didn't even know he had a one-man show. I remember show. hearing he uh, that he did like a one-man show thing off either on Broadway or off-Broadway yeah, like okay. a year or two ago. Or But yeah, so he's taking it on the road because the man likes to sing it, and dance. I hope he calls it Huge Jackman. <laughs> Oh, why That's am just I what his wife that calls him. Pun. That's <laughs> so terrible. That'd be a great name for a one man show. Huge Jackman? Yeah. Starring Hugh Jackman? Yeah. As Huge Jackman. As... Uh, no, Jen. What? Nothing. Oh, uh, see, I got a Raikou. Oh, I've already got a Raikou. Put away your phones. I can't now. Well, now he has to catch a Raikou. Yeah. But anyway, so there's that. Oh, oh, and then the other big announcement that happened just after we recorded last last time. Um, <gasps> Daredevil's canceled. Yeah, well, we saw it coming. Well, yeah. And the only reason I think Punisher and Jessica Jones aren't canceled is they're because, currently in production. Well, they've, they've already been made or whatever. And so yeah. they'll get those out and then they'll be canceled too. Probably. Yeah. Now the the only part is is well our working theory is well they might show up on Disney which still might happen but the interviews that some of the cast members and crew are doing about it seem to cast a little bit of a shadow on them being saved by Disney. The um the dude who plays Daredevil uh did an interview where um, he see one. He seemed really attached to the character, like genuinely sad that it it seems to, uh, if not ended, he's at least taking a pause. And also, like when they're like, "Well, how about this? How about that?" He's like, "I don't want to say anything because I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, well, including little, my own." That, so, no. which makes sense because right now, as it would be, there's he's not contra- he's not contractually obligated to be daredevil in anything at the moment well i see that's the thing i'm wondering if there's some sort of weird language in the contracts that may prevent him from playing like and not just him the other people from playing those characters in a different platform usually mm. when you get released from when a well, show ends your when show's canceled is it's canceled yeah, usually that's done but then. sometimes there's weird language in it that like you know he can't be in a super a competing superhero show for 5 years or something dumb like that right yeah. which in theory that's what that would be uh, so but i can't we'll, see marvel having even allowing something like that just as, yeah. you know even though it was done years ago I can't see them putting something like that in there. But, that would stop them from using him and or the character somewhere else if things fell apart at Netflix. But weirdly, it also has been hinted at um, that uh, our friend Alex Greenfield's pitch for an idea of doing an anthology series like uh, like Marvel Comics Presents, but like a TV version, might not be too far from the realm of reality. There's been a couple... People have said that that like that might be the form that these shows end up taking in the long run. Is okay. that Disney it, it seems to be maybe looking at the idea of doing like short runs of shows or even a show that's like we'll have two episodes or like five episodes of one character and then like under that same show banner 
we'll have like another two of somebody like else. maybe like a two or three episode arc and then and now it's somebody else and you call yeah. it marvel knights boom yeah, the, and there you go there so, you go you're welcome but uh, <laughs> and you heard it here first alex greenfield pitched it so marvel should really hire him for that job yeah. Yeah. so we can see what he wanted to do with moon knight if nothing <laughs> else what else you got right um oh apparently nick nolte is joining the cast of the mandarin <laughs> The Mandarin, the man, eh? The Mandarin. The Mandalorian. <laughs> Sorry, kids. It's past my bedtime already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can barely understand my own handwriting here, and I just wrote that like maybe two hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. I I forgot about Nick Nolte. Yeah, same. You know, he no, hasn't, I, been, hasn't done a, a DUI in a while. I haven't... I, can't remember the last time I saw him in a movie. Oh yeah, no. The only time you ever hear about him is you know you see crazy like photos of him doing drunken escapades. Yeah. So it's been. But so. the interesting thing about it is it's like it's weird how Star Wars sometimes comes full circle, as he was one of the guys who was on the list to be Han Solo like originally. Because George didn't want to use Harrison Ford. In everything. And, and every time he didn't want to use him, he ended up with them. Yep. So much, like, I think we can all agree, Harrison Ford, much better Han Solo than Christopher Walken. And who well, was also on that list at one point. That could have been interesting. And Burt Reynolds, as much as I love Burt Reynolds, especially of that era, Burt Reynolds, yeah. that would have been... That would have been, you know, Norm Macdonald's impression of him on Celebrity Jeopardy? That's what it would have That's been like. Yeah. I kind of want to see that. I know we never will now, but unless Norm Macdonald does it, hmm. using his, doing his impersonation. He did do it, actually. As, and Solo? Yeah, they did, um, uh, they did a joke. I can't remember if it was when the prequels were coming out. You can probably find it on YouTube, where they did, like, in between skits, there was a bunch of these, like... Star Wars casting sessions, and it because who else was one of them? I want to say it was either Jack Lemon or Walter Matthau. One of the grumpy old men was okay. like, was I think it was a studio idea to have one of them instead of Alec Guinness as Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> nice. There's so many ways that movie could have gone so oh, yeah. terrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> So staying on the on the Star Wars uh, page for now, uh, some photos came out from Galaxies of uh, Gal- so Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures. No, no, sorry, oops, <laughs> I'm mixing up news stories. Yeah. I'm looking at thinking of one and re- and reading something else. Uh, well, yeah, some photos came out of the Disney Park area yes. at uh, in California. The Falcon is finished. It's complete. It's fully built. And it looks like this photo that they put out there with like a nice, it was like a, I don't know if it was a sunset mm. or a sunrise, but it was, it, it looked really cool. Uh, but no, so what I started to read, so you saw them, those car- new, the new cartoons on the, the YouTube channel. There's a YouTube, uh, Star Wars Kids. That's what it's called. Yeah, Star Wars Kids on YouTube. Cool. And it's um, a new series of cartoons, little shorts, taking audio from the original movies and making like new little segmented cartoons. I've seen the trailer. I haven't sat huh. down and watched them, though. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, so it's called uh, Galaxies of Adventure. Uh, and then they've also got an accompanying toy line, which is pretty much just reissues of... Old three and three quarter inch, yeah, uh, minimal articulation, like straight armed 
figures in these little round tubes. Uh, and those have started showing up at Toys R Us. Very ish like the original lines were. Yeah, but a lot better than those old Kenner ones. Meh. No, the quality. It's the <laughs> decent three and three quarter inch ones, just straight arms. Yeah, I was looking at them. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, just like, but it, would it kill you to put elbows and knees in them? Maybe not everything else, but elbows no, but and these, knees. But well, these ones are also. Um, I sent you the price. Yeah, I think they're only like nine dollars. Yeah. So that's why there's no. You know, no, 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 no elbows and knees. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm becoming articulation snob when it comes yeah. to my toys. You're a grumpy old man. Watching too much of the foosh. There you go. Uh, Dins- the Disney confirmed the title of that Scarlet Witch uh, Disney Plus series. Yep. It's called Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Yay. Which uh, I assume that means Vision's going to be in it. Yay. I don't think they've officially said that, though, weirdly, right? Yeah. Like, the, they put his name well, in the title. And that's the, well, the other thing, too. They haven't, along with uh, uh, Anthony Mackie and um, what's his name? Uh, Winter Sebastian Soldier. Stan. Yeah. And so between those two, the you know Vision, the, the actors that play Vision and Scarlet Witch, and uh, other than uh, the guy that plays Loki. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Other than him... The other ones, I don't think they've actually confirmed they're in the shows. It doesn't make any sense that they would do it without them. Yeah, unless something really wacky happens in the next Avengers film. But didn't... Was it you telling me or did someone else that there was a tweet or something from Anthony Mackie saying something about on the set of The Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, well, no, it wasn't me. I didn't see that at all. Okay, so somebody I heard that somewhere. Anthony Mackie, especially, I don't see him not doing it. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston's really the surprised one who is doing it. You know what I mean? It's like he's found time in his schedule to to pull this off. The other guys, like they they're getting work. Don't get me wrong. But oh, yeah. They're not like they're not hugely in demand, right? And like he can. Tom Hiddleston can kind of do whatever he wants right now. Like, you know, if rumors persist, he may be Bond at one point. So, I think he'd be an interesting Bond. I don't know. I think he would be more like the books. Okay. Even you know, like Daniel Craig's closer to how Bond is in the books, but I could see Hiddleston doing, and he's done like spy stuff before but more like spy-ish as opposed to action spy-ish yeah. right with uh oh what was that called the night manager i think it was called maybe it was, uh, I don't know. It was based on the john like cray book okay yeah sure tinker taylor soldier spy no yeah no, no. anybody anybody title. I, I know the title i've heard that title before i have not read it yeah me either but uh, so we got, oh, we got uh, the first images and the title for the new Men in Black movie. Yes. Starring. Which I had completely forgotten about. Same but, here. Cause, and then when I found out it stars Chris Helmsworth and Tessa Thompson, I'm like, oh, that's not the Men in Black movie I thought we were getting. No, see, I remember them and they announced it like, I want to say right around Ragnarok or right after kind of like the promo, promo stuff for Ragnarok was done because I'm like. Well, that's interesting. They're throwing them both in another movie together. No Will Smith? Not no. that anybody ha- will confirm. The only one that so far that I've seen that's confirmed is the woman that was in charge. Emma Thompson? Yeah, yes. And the third one? Oh. 
is going to be in this one as well. Wasn't the third one the terrible one? No, the third one no, was the actually third good. One's the good one. That's when we go back in time. Ones. Was it the second one that was the terrible one? Yeah, the second, one? second one's, one's not one as that, good. That the only thing I laughed at is the Michael Jackson appearance. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's uh, Men in Black International. <laughs> and uh, I, I like the idea of, like, I don't know if this is what they're doing with it, but I like the idea of Men in Black not being a reboot. Yeah. You know, like like just a continuation, different agents. Different because agents. We, we have seen different that, spots. That, that place is freaking huge. Yeah. Yep. Will Smith's not the mm. only agent. I hope the cigarette aliens are still in it. The wormy guys? Yeah, they're The funny. ones that always drink the coffee? coffee? Yeah, they drink coffee and they smuggle cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like the They seat. smuggle cigarettes? When do they smuggle cigarettes? That's what they do. They hang out in the break room and they drink coffee and then there's a scene where they're uh, leaving the... I hope I'm remembering this right, where they're leaving the base, whatever They're, they're going to leave the planet. With, and like, they've in, got like a gigantic carton of cigarettes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Riftorn yells at them, you're leaving us too? You ungrateful bastard. That part I remember. <laughs> like, see ya. Oh, that first movie is, just, yeah, is really first, good. Yeah, yeah I love the first one. My favorite movie quote, I think, of almost all time is from that movie, where... Um, Will Smith is being indoctrinated and he's asking Tommy Lee Jones, it's like, well, why don't we just tell people about this? And they're like, he said, a person individually is smart. People are dumb. And that is so true. A group of people is really dumb, but individually you can reason with people. Yeah. Big groups, dumb. <laughs> uh, our our friend Snowhawk Cosplay also used uh, Men in Black to, to good time and use because the... Uh, the Beatles' White Album was re-released, uh, I want to say, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Okay. And oh, he put yes. up a picture of Tommy Lee Jones. Like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to buy the White Album again. Yes. So what's next? Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, so box office news. So as of recording this, this past weekend, Wreck-It Ralph was number one at the box office again. Yay! Kind of surprises me a little bit, but I guess I didn't have any huge competition other than Harry Potter, and Harry Potter had already been out for a couple weeks. Number two was The Grinch. Yeah. I've heard really good things about The Grinch movie. Apparently The Grinch, of the ones in the top ten, it had the lowest drop-off from the week before. Yeah, see, it hasn't been number one at the box office, but it has but it's been a solidly good kept its spot the entire yeah. time. And Creed Two was uh, number three at the wow, box office. Wow, so Fantastic Beast isn't in the top three. No. Ooh. And if you think about it, all these movies, too, have all been out for multiple weeks. Yeah. Well, we're getting the barrage again starting this week. Which one has already opened in China and opened huge. Which one is that? Aquaman has opened in China. Really? And made $90 million. Two weeks ahead of time, eh? Or a week? Two weeks, I guess? Two weeks, because we don't get it until the week of Christmas. Yeah. Wow. But it made $90 million last weekend in China. I think that's got to be a first for the DC franchises in China as well. It is the not just the DC franchise. It's the biggest opening for a Warner Brothers movie in, in that region. And it's... I, oh, I can't remember. It's already eclipsing some movies from this year. Yeah. With just China alone, which... Well, that's why there's already... You know, so there's solid talk already of this, of doing a sequel. Yeah. Because right now... So it did $90 million its first weekend. Yeah. So that's probably about half its budget. I'm guessing. I'm I'm guessing it's a hundred eighty to two hundred million dollar movie, 
So, you well, there's a lot of special effects in that. Yeah. So. Well, as the theater thing, the, so the the preview show in the theater that we have now seen multiple times keeps pointing out that they, they actually filmed the actors on set on wires because, you know, not a single one of them can breathe underwater. What a <sighs> bunch of dicks not going method for that movie. <laughs> Jason Momoa, if De Niro was in that movie, De Niro would be fucking breathing underwater. De Niro would spout gills for that movie. Yep. <laughs> There's your quote from the podcast. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, though. I am. Yeah, no, I think well, we already did our predictions a while back. I'm starting to feel even more and more better about my money prediction. Uh, well, your money prediction, yeah. But uh, oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. I'm I'm into the Spider Verses, oh. like oh, which reminds so me, so much traction on me. We uh, we're buying our tickets tonight. Are here. you? Yeah. Well, that way we can print them off. Okay. And you and I can have ours, and Jen can have hers. So if she has to come a little bit later than us, she can just yeah. Keep it. I might just figure out which I might just get you guys to buy a ticket for me and I'll pay you back later then. Yeah. Instead yeah. of buying my ticket separate. Yeah, no, that's that's what we're gonna do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um because our listeners need to know that. They need to know that I am super excited to go see Spider Man. I'm super it, excited this. to go see Spider Verse. It's it, it I don't awesome. know. Last I checked, still a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Which is a little weird. Like at this point, they're because critics don't like superhero movies, so no, on, because well now they did it at the start, but now it's being now, lied. Now now they have to be more critical of. So them. somebody should have started shitting in the cereal at this point. Nobody seems to be doing that. Yep. I'm a little concerned about Into the Spider Verse because I don't want it to be better than Tom Holland Spider Man because he's like the cute puppy actor, and I don't want to hurt the puppy. Speaking of which, speaking of which. There was all kinds of news. There was the Brazilian Comic Con this past weekend, which actually kind You're of surprised. At me like I should know that. No, I'm just I'm, well, I'm looking at you to tell you the, this. The, okay. Our invitations to be to guests at this convention must have gotten lost in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> now, because we're big in Brazil. Yeah. yeah. I know someone lives there now, but uh, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Yes. Um. <laughs> I guess from what I was hearing, it's getting kind of violent down there right now. So I'm kind of still surprised that they had that this Comic Con went on, and thankfully without a hitch. Uh, but, it's like anything else in but, those parts of the world. It's parts of it are, and parts of it are. Yeah. So there was a couple big announcements or panels. There was a big panel for Spider Man. They showed off the new red and black costume that he showed on the Jimmy Kimmel show, and his stealth stealth suit like black kind of tactical vest, black with a goggles outfit that he's going to wear in the movie. Oh, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, there's a couple photos of it online that looks interesting, but makes me curious what the hell the plot of this movie is. So they also apparently showed the trailer there, Mm -hmm. which we're hoping we'll see when we go see Spider-Verse. Yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah, which if anything goes the way it usually goes as of this recording, it will be out tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> then um if they, it is we'll put it on facebook oh yeah no, i always share them out then they uh they had a panel and they had jake gyllenhaal and they had tom holland and they had the guy the what's his name the, the man in the chair uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, they had yeah a few yeah. of the cast members there talking about filming and kind of the plot um they talked about who the villains were oh so they legitimately came did they name 
Jalen Hall's villain because they did. It, it's they, been so. Here's they've named he's Mysterio. Yeah, but the whole time they're talking, they're talking that Spider-Man and Mysterio are teaming up and working together. That Mysterio's been recruited by by Sam Jackson's Nick Fury. That's and that, an interesting. So twist or bullshit? Yeah, depending on which it way could you just look be them spinning it this way. So the continuing the whole internet thing of Jake Gyllenhaal thinking his character is the hero of the movie, mm. like that uh, little Instagram thing post where he posted. He's like, "What? I'm not Spider Man." Yeah, <laughs> um, well, he nearly was at one point. Yes, he, he almost he took was, over to Toby. Yeah, and apparently Toby Maguire was almost cast as the voice of one of the Spider Man in Spider Verse. Before the, I don't know if that would have been good. It would have been kind of like. I think it that would have been a good cameo. I don't think it would have been good if he was like one of the star voices. You know what I mean? Like have his Spider-Man show up in like a brief thing, say something, and gone. Yeah, but you I know? think it would have been okay if he was the main, like the Spider-Man, the like the Spider-Man. older, because then it would yeah. work that it's another universe. Those movies were another universe. Yeah, true. Especially I since I just in the one trailer, when you see him talking, oh, you know, I'm on ice cream, I'm in this. Apparently, there's a scene where there's an upside down kiss with Spider Man and yeah. Mary Jane that they show, but I don't know if it's they show it the other way around. Uh, so from Spider Man's perspective, so Mary Jane's upside oh, down. Oh no, I think <laughs> it's a I think it's a side view because I think it's in like one one of the trailers yeah. for it. So, but there's that. Um, but I forget who they named as the. It's all like elemental villains. Like Electro? No, like um, this series, this group, it's like some foursome or something that I've never written. I was like, I don't know who these people are. They're really deep diving on this. Uh, I was reading it on Bleeding Cool. I, I don't know. My my Spider-Man knowledge is mainly modern, weirdly. Yeah, same. Like, it, it's like a good chunk of the, like, probably the... First ten run- issues of the Ditko run, and then like sporadic issues here and there afterwards. Like not like the circus of crime or something like that, right? <laughs> no, they weren't a circus. Because they if because if it's not the circus of crime, they they miscast Ox right off the bat. Okay, so I'm trying to find it, and I just had to stop at this headline. Bruce Campbell says he'd host the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen, but that would be kind of awesome. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, keep talking while I'm looking. I'll just so edit you this like out. Stuff? <laughs> um, well, I guess we can move on to something else. So <laughs> while I'm searching. I just found a pin on Pinterest for something called the Dirty Snowman that I really want to try. No. That sounds... <laughs> hey, Ben, she wants to try the Dirty Snowman. <laughs> no, it's a sounds drink. Sounds like something that drink. would have been brought up for Deadpool. Yeah. It's it's ice cream and hot cocoa and Baileys and whipping cream. Sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. So, you, so just totally unrelated while well, I'm still looking for this. What do you think of all these uh, Marvel ads that have been coming out the last couple of days? The... Uh, I haven't seen, have you seen any? I don't it's have big, TV. No, no, on the internet. Like it's these, you know, black page. And it's like uh, something about you know how did the, you know how did the Fantastic Four really get their powers or you know what do you really know about? You know, I haven't seen a single one. So it sounds like coming up 
in the spring there's gonna be some marvel event where they may be like trying to rewrite some history or try to make it seem like oh for fuck some of the you know, the events that happened like maybe they you know the cosmic the wave fantastic four no, back well, stop just, messing with them maybe what it's gonna be well but it's not just them there's a spider-man thing from when he gave up you know when the whole uh spider-man no more yeah. well there's something to that related to that yeah. there's something related with the phoenix i'm wondering if it's almost like it's gonna be like a what if but not the what if series they kind of take these events that you know but then it's like, well, maybe, you know, okay, yeah, it was a cosmic wave that gave the Fantastic Four their power. But where'd that cosmic wave come from? Was it somebody that sent that cosmic wave to make sure that the Fantastic Four got their powers? Star Labs exploded. There you go. It's all <laughs> Barry's fault. Yep. Uh, Run, Barry. I don't know. I, th- I fucked up the timeline again. I honestly think. <laughs> What'd you do now, Barry? <laughs> that Marvel should sit down and say, you know what? Our books are going to be semi self contained. For two years, do a two-year moratorium on big, like crossover events within the company. Do smaller events within the family books, like you know, like an X-Men that crosses across like five titles or something like that. It's starting to get back to how it was in the '90s again, and that's when I dropped all my Marvel books. So. When it just gets too confusing. Well, when I when I have to buy, like, because they always say, oh, you don't need to buy every book. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, you do. Or you at least have to buy your book and the main storyline book. Otherwise, you miss something. Yeah, and to be completely fair, I've to bought... Be fair. In, to, to be, be fair. fair. I've bought into a couple of these in the last couple of years, but, like, just... Give my wallet a little bit of a break. You're you're trying to like hammer me to death with Conan right now. Just give my wallet like five minutes to breathe. Have you found it yet, Ryan? Yeah, I just ended up having to do a search. So I found the I found an article. Now I just gotta see if this one's it's not the same article I've already read. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm getting ready to give up. So, anyway, yeah. by now you know more than I do anyway. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure by now the trailer's out. So, from what we've heard about people talking, though, what they saw in the trailer, uh, you do see Mysterio and Spider-Man fighting. Um, and it, it apparently it looks like uh, Happy and uh, Aunt May may be having an affair. Cool. They're about, they'd be the same, right ages, right? It's... And I'd be with fine the, with that. Yeah. I like happy. So, um, next. Next, uh, the new uh, Picard show in yes. the Star Trek uh, TV universes and all that. Apparently, they will not be filming that one in Toronto. Uh, no. They'll be filming that one in sunny California, um, especially thanks to the $15.6 million tax uh, money they've been awarded to, uh, for, to film that in California. Yeah, and I think Stuart lives there, or at least part-time lives there. Yeah, so that would make sense why he'd want to film there. Yeah, well, in, you know, he's at that age where, like, and... Oh, I don't blame the guy. Yeah, I don't want to travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, you guys still haven't watched Stranger Things, have you? Nope. Not season oh. two. We've watched the first one. Okay, you need to watch season two. Like really, you do. So there's so much TV and so little time. But, yeah. this, but this is good TV. There's, there's a lot so of bad TV. TV. Have you watched Shira yet? No, I haven't watched Shira. Shira yet. was so good. Awesome. Is it? Oh, that's what my geek pick should be. Ha! Thought of something. <laughs> so 
They did a teaser trailer for the next season of Stranger Things that comes out, I think. In, well, actually, they haven't said when it's coming out. Yeah. But next year sometime, 2020. Uh, but the, all the teaser is, is episode title names. Yeah. So it's just the, the creepy Stranger Things music with the th- the, the logo, yeah. and it just says, you know, the full, Susie, do you copy? The Mall Rats, because apparently this one takes place, there's been uh, set photos of this big, like, 80s mall. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, the one guy works at, like, an ice cream place or something. He's got, like, the little white hat on and everything. And, yeah. Uh, so Mall Rats, uh, The Case of the Missing Lifeguard, The Sauna Test, The Source, The Birthday, The Bite, and then the last episode is called The Battle of Star Court. So my guess is that last one something you know, and especially if the, if the lo- the mall serves as part of the lo- you know a big location, that's probably like you know the court of the mall, like the food court type thing. Maybe yeah, there'll be uh, something going on. Apparently, this one takes place in 1985, so it's like a year after the the last the one. last one. Um, I'm trying to think of movies that came out in that time. When would the uh, Walking not Walking Dead? Night of the Living Dead movies. The original one was like 60-something, 70-something. Okay. Was, there, was there a remake uh, in the 80s? I know there was one in the 90s. Filmed in Toronto. Very late 80s. Okay. Um, and they're... Because uh, you know how they love to pull yeah, from the time um, period. You know, like, Day we got, of the Dead, I think, was 84, maybe? So I'm just trying to think 85? if there's like a horror movie mall you know, in that time period that oh. would be perfect for, you know... You know, because they did the Ghostbuster references, and then you know, with the last and then season two, yeah, and they even pulled some like uh, gremlin type stuff uh, in there too, and mm. you know, they like to. Do. So I'm looking forward to it. I love the series. Oh, you know, it's we do want to watch the second season. Just like like Jen said, there's been a lot of good stuff in the last year yeah. or two. What we need is some really shit seasons of some shows. Yeah, and it'll give us time to catch up. Or we need a vacation where all we do is watch TV. Yeah. That's not happening either. <laughs> no. Yep. And you got oh, anything left there? Yep. I got three things. Okay. Now we're down to the trailers. So we got a new Captain Marvel trailer. Yep. yep. Looks, Looks still solid. looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, the where we see her go Super Saiyan. Yeah, <laughs> with the glowy blonde hair, which yeah. I love, and they fit in like the the mohawky sort of looking. Yeah, in there. which puts her helmet on. You yeah. get to see her cat. Yay! Which, if you don't want to be spoiled to do with the cat, don't look at any of the toys. Mm. And I won't spoil that part for you right now. We get to see her continuing to fight with the old lady. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, it looks like a good trailer to me. I'm still, I'm interested in seeing the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, Marvel's got to do something spectacularly terrible at this point for me to question it. And, oh, I also Although have a the, first we appearance. We now live in a world where I'm, like, I'm 60% on seeing Bumblebee at this point. Only 60? I had five movies of garbage before this. I know you liked them, but... Well, no, there was some... Uh, I saw them. I don't matter, it doesn't matter. I'm going to see a Transformer movie. Yeah. I may only see it once if it's garbage. I may not buy it and find it really cheap when I, you know, when I finally do buy it. Buy it. Because I have to have the collection. Mm. But, I don't want to see it. Um, <laughs> but we live in that world where I'm... Cut, which... 
a year ago, I would have told you to fuck off. And then, but no, <laughs> pretty sure now, you did. Like, oh, it's it's just, uh, they're doing everything. So there's I an want. ad on TV right now for it, where and I did I saw it the second time and I looked and it's the reading a quote. And the quote is along the lines of the Transformers movie we always wanted. Yeah, they're kind of. I read an, a, an article on that. And it's like they're sort of throwing Michael Bay under the bus. But he's still one of the producers. <laughs> so he still gets yeah. that producer credit. He's a, he seems to have like a at least a sort of decent sense of humor about himself. So he's probably like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, especially if he okayed the robot chicken sketch that they did. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> With the prehensile penis. Yeah, that was disturbing. Especially when it when he ate the apple. So Captain Marvel, oh. Captain Marvel, ooh, Godzilla, King oh, of the Monsters. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like that. The, oh yeah, the first Godzilla movie we get to see three giant monsters duke it out. We're gonna get to see at least five monsters and big monsters because you got Godzilla mm. and you got the three-headed dragon thingy, King Kingra, the Rodan. No, Rodan's a different... I always think the three-headed one's Rodan, but no. it's not. And then Mothra. Mothra's in there. I think, isn't Rodan the turtle? No. Rodan's another dinosaur-y, dragon-y like Okay, one. and you, there's the turtle one, and... I don't know, there's all kinds of them in this trailer. You see all kinds of, like, the debris and explosions and giant monsters, and there's one that looks like... Uh, what's the flaming bird Pokemon Moltres? Yep. I forget what its what its name is. Yeah, but it does like a three, like it does like a, a barrel roll in the in the air while there's like <laughs> fighter jets flying around it, and it just smokes them all. It, it the trailer makes it look like a Hollywood, and I mean this in the better way. A Hollywood version of the old Godzilla movies, where we're just going to see monsters beating the shit out of each yeah. other, and, and there's going to be that's what and I be, want. There'll be some politics <laughs> in there, you know. They get the, the one scene where they're talking to the government, you know, it's like some tribunal thing or you know some Senate hearing thing, and and they're like, "So what? We're going to make Godzilla our pet?" And they're like, "No, no, no, we'll be his pet." <laughs> Which is kind of how it was in the original Japanese movies. After like the after. Uh, the second or third, Godzilla kind of becomes the protector of Japan, right? Yeah. He's not pissed off anymore about atomic bombs. Yeah. He's just like, this is my island. No monsters but me get this yeah. island, and I will beat you up. In my rubber suit. <laughs> and then uh. the granddaddy of the mall trailers, the one that set records... For uh, 289 million views in 24 hours. Three people at my work watched it first break. <laughs> Not me. I'm like, I'll watch it on my TV when I get home, thanks. I was sitting at my desk and Kevin came walking in the room. He's like, have you watched the trailer yet? My head thinking, oh, did they put out that Spider-Man trailer? Because we were supposed to be getting one of those then. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, what What trailer? The trailer. I'm like, I don't know what trailer you're talking about. So I'm going to say no. He's like, well, we'll take a look. It's all over Facebook. I'm like, okay then. He wouldn't tell me what trailer it was until I looked it up and saw that, yes. I'm surprised you didn't know that it was coming out that day. Nowhere, it didn't say anywhere that I read or any Good of the sites. Good America announced that uh, like at the end of the week we're having the new trailer. Well, they, they announced it and nobody else picked it up because there was no headlines the on any of the sites. The of it was uh, Avengers 4 
Good Morning America underneath it. And I saw at least a half a dozen tweets of like, well, that subtitle is kind of amusing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because see, I don't, I don't, I don't, the, yeah. the sites I frequent didn't have show that at all. Oh, so I had no okay. idea it was coming out. Um, so yes, we got Avengers Endgame. So what it was everybody so thinks. sad. The whole part with Stark in space recording a message to Pepper. I was like, oh. But it was it was so good. Oh no, I'm like, it was really good. I can't wait to see this. Movie. Well, exactly. It's and a I thriller. Like, it told you virtually nothing. I like the idea that Ant Man may be the one that has the key to solving everything. Because I'm like, yeah, man. I love Ant Man. <laughs> We've met before. Hi, Hi Germany. Scott. I got I got really I got really big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ant Man. You remember? You know, remember? You remember Ant Man? Yeah, that's me. And I'm excited that Hawkeye's back. Oh, Ronan. Yeah, Kill, it, no, well, at least it suit. looks like it's a, a version of the Ronin suit. Yeah. yeah, what's a Ronin suit? Okay, how do we explain this one? Okay, so Hawkeye <laughs> died in the Avengers disassembled story arc in the comics. In the comics, yeah. he died, uh-huh. and this was all a whole Scarlet Witch going crazy thing, and all kinds of Avengers. You know, so she died. He died. Wibbly wobbly, magicy wagicy. So then, <laughs> the next time she went crazy and caused House of House of M, which was another alternate alternate timeline. timeline. Barry ran back in time and changed the timeline again. Um, God damn it, Barry! I know. So when she converted it back to normal and also fucked over the entire mutant race and said no more mutants, um, she brought him back to life. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, like a cosmic burp, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> no, Superboy Prime punched on the walls of reality, and Clint Barton was alive again, and vomited up Clint Barton. Yeah, nice. So then he's so when he came back, he that that's when he kind of took on this persona of Ronan. It was kind of like it ended up becoming this. Oh, you're a superhero that can't be yourself right now. Well, then here, you be Ronan. You be a different superhero yeah. until yeah, you can be yourself again. Echo from Daredevil was Ronan for a bit. Blade was Ronan for so a bit. Blade was Ronan? I think more wow. recently. For any of our listeners out there, if you're dealing with some sort of mental crisis or mental health issue, being somebody else until you're yourself again is not usually a good way to no. deal with that. But resurrection is a pretty extreme version. That is true. If you're listening to us that have been resurrected and are trying and are pretending to be somebody else, then it's okay. But only if you've been resurrected. (laughs) And and they used Ronan. I think Ronan's one of Moon Knight's personalities in the Ultimate Universe. Why is everybody Ronan? It, because it, it was just like this, you know, it's the... Linnell you came up with a kick-ass costume and nobody wants to waste it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great it's look. It's really what it comes to. So pretty much, yeah, it's like after... Once Hawkeye became Hawkeye again... Uh-huh. Um, he was like, does somebody want this costume? And they were like, ooh, ooh, me, me. Yeah. I think that's pretty <laughs> much how it's just been kind of lying around Avengers as a mansion. And yeah. Because he became Until Hawkeye. Until well, So here you go. Sad. Here, you know, wrap your head around this one. I don't want So it. he stopped being Ronan after Secret Invasion when his ex-wife that he thought was dead returned from the dead because she had been abducted by the Skrulls. This is why I don't read comics. <laughs> Not these kinds of comics, anyway. You were reading X-Men all last month. Yeah, and, and I and didn't see, really like it all that much. The it best okay. thing is, 
I haven't really read any of the comics during those times. I've just kind of read like, the like I said, no, no, but I read the event books. Like I read Avengers Disassembled. I own that one, and I own Secret Invasion, and I own House of. So I own all those like of you know the big event crossovers. Yeah, that you have to you know that then piece together all the parts of think oh. Okay, so Hawkeye is Ronan. Okay, and say, oh, he's back from the dead. From, and oh, Jesus Christ! I don't want to read anything that's going to make me go, oh, Jesus Christ! When I'm trying to understand what the hell's going on. No, it on. only does if you think too deep into it. Oh. If you just surface read it and enjoy it, it'll, it'll be fun. Just don't think too hard about it. <laughs> just, just, just accept whatever they say yeah. and just go for it. That's comics. That's what I think people should do for the new Harry Potter movie. Just accept it and move on. Well, yeah. I like the new Harry Potter movie to a certain it extent. It, it has plot holes you can drive several trucks through. I know, through. but just don't think about it, accept it, and move on. It's a movie. But, and Johnny Depp did not Johnny Depp the crap out of it. Okay, well, we're getting off topic here. Uh, okay. We'll move on to your review of that movie after. Yeah. We're still on Endgame. We gotta, we're still <laughs> dissecting this. Come on. I almost don't want to in some ways because I don't want to ruin it for myself. Oh, well, no. We're, no. Uh, I know I'm going to. I'm just excited about Ant Man. Yeah. Well, I just Ant Man and Spider Man are my favorites. <laughs> I hope they continue the marketing for this movie the way they have so far. Mi- give us minimal information. Yeah. You know, show us. You know, in the trailer you show us. Okay, pretty much whatever they just showed us. That could be the first five minutes of the movie. Mm. Really, first five ten minutes of the movie. So clearly, we're on, We're not getting the speculated. You know, five years later time jump. That some people were thinking. I want to know how I Scott got out of the um, quantum realm. Exactly how. Now there were, you know, and then we know Captain Marvel gets involved. We yes. know that from the post-credit scene, and it's it, we will probably get a better idea and whatever the post-credit scene in Captain Marvel is. Yeah. Now, now we assume that she gets involved. All we know from the post credit scene is that she was called. Yes. <laughs> she shows up at the end of the movie and goes, Hi guys. What, what I missed. Yeah. yeah. Hey, where's Nick Fury? I got this page. Does anybody know what a page is? <laughs> My the other pager he had's been sitting in a junk drawer since two thousand. <laughs> Who uses a pager anymore? <laughs> Christ. But uh Yeah, looks good. Does look yeah, good. I, I love the image of like Thanos' armor on the Scarecrow. That, yep. that, that's like pulled right out of Infinity yep. Gauntlet. He's still wearing the Gauntlet too, and it's still like I almost wonder if he can't remove it. If it after that it last, if it just kind of like hand. melted and fused, and because it's all broken and looking yeah. and deformed, and ouch, that would hurt. And no hints of time travel. Not in this, at least. Yeah, which just, could be how he got out of the quantum realm in the first place, or like, meh, I, hope, I really hope time travel's not involved. Well, isn't it's that the only say, way they're going to get everybody back from the dead? Well, no, no I, because, because you have the gauntlet. original Avengers still; they're still all alive. The idea to me is that you know when Tony and Steve get together and put aside their bullshit, they can get things done. Yeah. Spider-Man doesn't come back. I'm going to hate this movie. Even though Ant-Man's he in it. He has a sequel. He has a sequel coming out a few months after, so. <laughs> Unless it takes place in the dead dimension. Cuz all the all the characters we know that are in it already could, you know, could be dusted too. You know, Sam Jackson got dusted. We know he's in that movie. That's you know what? If they did like a dusted dimension, I would that would be also cool. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm curious if anybody doesn't come back 
at the end of it. I, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to probably bite it for real at yeah. the end of it. Maybe Captain Well, there's America. some characters that died before the dusting that may mm. not come back. Well, yeah, but I meant out of like the dusted characters. Oh. Some, I, I think somebody important is probably not going to make it. Um, I wonder if Nebula is in the movie much. We didn't see a single, but she's one of the ones who survived. You see her in the trailer. You do? Yeah, you do. I didn't think you did. Yeah, you do. Huh. Yeah, there's a scene where she's on a ship. She comes you know, walking around with an object, and then she like you see her like kind of rubbing her ar- her hand on like an arm or on something. So I don't know if she's on the ship with Tony or mm. if it's on another ship. Or- yeah, because see, that was the thing. I was like, why is Tony recording this really sad message? Did Nebula just leave him on the on the planet? Maybe and, she doesn't eat food. And then there was the scene of Nebula in the spaceship, and I'm like, oh shit, she did leave him on the planet. I mean, she doesn't know him from a hole yeah. in the ground. Why on earth well, would she save him? Even if they are on the same ship together, the distance you know, between there and Earth, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know how much fuel. Part of me wonders was if left that's on the how ship. Captain Marvel comes into play a little bit and yeah. then is saving Tony's ass from so dying. But That or. So a, the speculation, because I guess it's almost there's uh, images of of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow wearing like the suit. Well, not not well, the like suit, but suit. well, no, but wearing one of those like CGI mapping suits. Yeah, not in the rescue armor or anything. There's been no vi- no images leaking of her in uh, armor, but there's her in the like wearing the dots that you would wear if you're wearing. You know, they're gonna CGI armor onto yeah. you. Yeah. So there's some people wondering if that maybe she flies out to space and saves Tony. Mm. I don't see that working. No, I think it's more likely he's out way, way too far. Yeah, I think it could be more likely that uh, that Captain Marvel, yeah, grabs him on the way through, or maybe even Rocket. We don't see that's the one person that we know survived at the end that we didn't see in this trailer. I could see her. I don't see up Rocket to for scenes in the aftermath. Yeah, because as we saw, like little bits of it, there's going to be planes falling out of the sky. She's a person who's going to want to try and and, and help and help at least for that time. Yeah, I don't know if it would be an extended period after well, that. And then but. and then if they make you know, if they do go with the traditional r- rescue armor, it was you know, it, its power set was for defense and for helping things, yeah. not offensive capabilities. Like it wasn't war machine armor. Yeah, so we got that. Who knows when we'll get the next one? Probably Super Bowl. As we'll get some TV spot of some sort. Uh, Super Bowl. That you know what? That because Super Bowl, and then we get Captain Marvel in end of February, beginning of March. Yeah. So yeah, and for Super Bowls end of January, beginning of February, depending on how it falls this year. So I, I could see us getting a Super Bowl spot. Yeah, and we're living in an age of. Super oh, movie, like yeah. know, Black Panther's been no- nominated for Best Picture at the Golden Globes. I would have never guessed. Yeah, it's a like. Don't get me wrong, great movie, but as I have said, critics tend to not like superhero movies yeah. as of late. Yeah, but they're not really having much of a choice anymore. There's so many well, out there, true. and they're getting better. Yeah. Well, Black Panther's a prime example of yeah. what can be done. Yeah. <laughs> with a superhero movie, when you have. Speaking of which, um, Marvel is given that another go in some ways again because apparently Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu, is on their their hot list for the next Marvel film. 
Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that. A lot of speculation about that one. Well, it sounds like there's a script in development, and they're now actively looking for an Asian director, an Asian star. Well, that'll be a way to another way to diversify your fan base. Yeah, and that could be one that would maybe do really well in the Asian marketplace. Unfortunately, Donnie Yen just a touch too old to be Shang Chi (laughs) at this point, but he could be the villain. I don't know who that is. Donnie Yen? No, I know who Donnie Yen is. Shang Chi, no idea. Uh, he's a he's an older seven. Okay, so back in the seventies, kung fu was awesome. Yes. So Marvel capitalized on it by making a bunch of kung fu characters. Well, so did DC, but DC's characters are even less memorable than the Marvel ones. So you had Iron Fist is is one of them, yeah. and Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu, is the other. Problem with Shang Chi was at the time Shang Chi Shang Chi's father and villain is Fu Manchu. Who what, they don't own the rights who to. Who they don't own to the rights to. And quite frankly, now, probably a good thing, because it's a bit of an Asian character racist thing. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. Not your, your good stereotypes. Yeah. Not, no. um, there, he's been used um, off and on over the years. He was in Warren Ellis's, or no, not uh, not Ellis's run, uh, Brubaker's run on Secret Avengers. Uh, rather well, and a- he's just, like he's one of those characters that could be kind of cool. I I love the Ultimate Spider-Man team up issue with him because Spider-Man figures out that he should maybe learn how to fight a little bit more better than just kind of flail punches and hope he hits something. So he seeks out the Master of Kung Fu, and they go on a little adventure. And basically, the Master of Kung Fu has to like leave Chinatown, but teaches them one lesson on like how to do like basically like bruce lee's like three inch punch kind of thing and then he leaves what about the uh then there was that dragon fee fi fo fum something like that fing fang foom yeah whatever he's um is that marvel too yes yeah he's kind of a he's a 60s throwback monster character though that ended up being a villain for i want to say iron man I think he's been an Iron Man villain. Yeah, I think Iron he's Man been Fantastic a Hulk. Four too. I think Hulk. he's one of those guys that's just like, if somebody writes a story that they think they can use him, they use him. It's a dragon in pants. <laughs> Purple pants? No, that's the Hulk's no, pants. No, that's the Hulk. Well, I was the wondering Hulk if they Hulk. shared the a Hulk. tailor. Only no, the Hulk no, rocks no. the purple Hulk, pants. Hulk's got, like, he's got that market cornered. He bought, <laughs> he bought that warehouse as soon as he found pants that wouldn't wreck every time he put them on. I always think of that Simpsons... Um, Purple pants, the Hulk size. The Treehouse of Horrors one, I think it was, or and he starts going like, oh yeah, my per- well, was it Simpsons or was it Robot Chicken? We starts going on about the purple pants, and you can only get them at one fact, one place, all the way across town. And he starts getting mad, and he tears his pants again. And either, oh, that see, sounds Robot Chickeny. It could be Robot mm. Chicken. <laughs> but. Yeah, so I'm, I'm well. I'm hoping it's going to be good, but who am I kidding? It's it, at this point, like it would. The really, directors are good. It would have to be a a like a 15 minute video of the late Stan Lee taking a shit for it to be bad at this point. <laughs> oh God, 15 minute shit. That's that's a long shit. Yeah. 
Oh, mm. speaking of trailers, have you seen the new Once Upon a Deadpool trailer? Yes. Where he defends Nickelback? Yes. I, did you notice? I posted that one on the Facebook page. Oh, so good. Yeah. And I don't even like Nickelback. And they start singing and holding hands. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I, looking forward that. That opens this week, too. Is that this week? Yep. Jeez. Yeah, so it, it, the trailer for that, I'm not sure if it's the one you posted, specifies at the the end of it one dollar in the united states now i don't know if that's because that was an american trailer if we look at the canadian one if it's the same but a canadian charity i'm hoping it is because you know ryan reynolds is kind of one of us yeah (laughs) not kind of he's from vancouver yeah but does he live here probably i think think he has a place still he well, can't afford see. more than one house, dear. He, yeah, yeah, that's he true. makes a lot more money than we do. <laughs> and he's divorced a lot of rich women, too. So maybe this Aww. is that. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, Ryan Reynolds. Be on our show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I would love Ryan Reynolds to be on our show, but we know there's no chance in hell that it is happening. Yep. I, I I sometimes want to start the uh, the no chance in hell part for our podcast and just email or tweet at these celebrities and like today this week's no chance in hell the rock we have tweeted at the rock thirty six times he has not responded once to any of our invitations I don't know Ryan Reynolds is a nice guy he might respond <laughs> I mean he might respond with a no but he might still respond okay you know what. I will do that. After we are done recording, I will tweet at Ryan Reynolds and invite him on our show. Yay. I won't go into details, but we kind of almost have like a, you know, like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon connection to Ryan Reynolds. We do? We do? Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll talk. Oh, we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. I know. I know, you know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, that's a little secret that we don't want to go into right yeah. now. I don't. Remind me about it later. Yeah. Um. So that's that's pretty much it for my news pages. Um. Are we still on the news? Well, yeah. But the last one was the Avengers trailer. Yeah. We, yeah. we babbled on about it for a while. Yeah. Yes, we did. But so you guys went and saw Magical Beasts or whatever the hell it's called. Beast that's what it's called. Crimes of Grindelwald. Crimes of yeah. Grindelwald. And? Yes, we did. I haven't seen it yet, but um, go ahead. Do you care about spoilers? No. No, we There's we magical stuff. Yeah. You can spoil it. It's going to be a while before I see it, and I'll forget all about it anyway. Yeah. There were so. baby Nifflers. They're so cute. What's a Niffler? That's the thing that steals gold from the first movie. Oh, okay. Oh, so, is that a really important plot no, point to the movie? No, it's not, but they're freaking adorable. Although, I was thinking about that the other day. So, in the movie, he's like... He leaves a note for his like little housekeeper chick that's in love with him and is like, I've gone, I've taken the Nifflers. And then I was thinking about it, I'm like, did the Nifflers show up in the rest of the movie? Uh yeah, he uses the Nifflers to the track the the circus or whatever. And then he ends up uh, with What's-Her-Face's half-brother at the cafe. Oh, God, that part was confusing as hell. Yeah, oh, okay, so do you want to do your review first and then I'll do mine, or... I got a question. Okay. Does the, the, from all the speculation of the woman that turns into a a snake... Nagini. Is that... That is her. Who, that is who she's credited as in yeah. the credits, so, so... Yes? So that is Voldemort's mom... Not then, Voldemort's mom. Nagini's not Vo- Voldemort's mom. 
That's what they were saying. No. Nagini is Voldemort's snake. I know that. Which is one of the Horcruxes. I Jen, know that. Jen but they just were... reread all the books. So no, she's... I'm in the middle of Order of the Phoenix oh, right sorry. now. No, 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 no. Uh, Voldemort's mom. Okay, so mom... do they say Voldemort's mom's name in the books, the original yes. books? Yes. What was her name? I don't remember. Are you sure then that it says what her name is? Yes, because it was. And it Mar- wasn't it was... that same person is then? Nagini's that... the snake, not his mom. No, I know that Nagini is up? the snake. I'll look it up. Oh, for but Christ's sakes. There was people prior to this movie coming out that they speculating that, about. well, this woman was going to be Nagini, but that this woman was also Tom Riddle's mother. Nope. Uh, okay. Voldemort. Asking uh, something that I heard so, on somewhere. Hang on, now I'm looking it up. Well, you can okay, look it up, well, but we got to continue gotta, to we, look we, it we up. Can talk. We talk. Come on, Google. So, Merope Gaunt, that's his name. His name? Who's, her, who's her him? Name, her name, sorry. Which one? Which her? So, Voldemort's mother is Merope Gaunt. Okay. He's part of the Gaunt family. Merope falls in love with a muggle named Tom Riddle and seduces him using a love potion, gets impregnated by him. Then the love potion wears off and he buggers off. Yeah. And then she gives birth to Tom Riddle. Or her her son, whom she names Tom Marvolo Riddle. Marvolo is her father's name. Okay. And then she dies. And then uh, when Tom Riddle Jr., I suppose, is old enough, um, he goes back to the village where his father lives now with his new family and murders them all. Yeah, no, I know that. So, yeah. I've read Nikini the book. So is the snake. Mar- why is he sort of snaky? Like, because Merope Gaunt is a direct descendant of Slytherin, Salazar Slytherin. Uh, oh, and he looks sneaky because he's ripped his soul apart a bunch of times and come back from the dead. That's uh-huh. why he looks like shit. Yeah. Hi, Petra. Uh, okay. That's just the his inner evil coming through. So, um, listener and archivist of our show, uh, my friend Gavin, uh, after he saw it, he didn't give me any spoilers, but he his review of it was that it was okay... But it felt like it had been like a four-hour movie, and they chopped out a lot of the parts yeah. that explain things. Oh, well, yeah, there was a lot of holes I found. Like the biggest, the biggest one right off the very the bat was uh, Ezra Miller's character uh, Credence surviving. He survives. I I had just watched the first movie like a week before we went and saw the second one, and he freaking blows up like he disappears into smoke and he's gone and then it's like oh by the way he survived i was like maybe he evaporated it's called when they disappear it's there there's a couple things that like we need the director's cut barry i can explain it barry ran back in time (laughs) changed the timeline god damn it barry Barry. (laughs) and he is barry (gasps) so there you go um but weirdly, oh, like watching it, like it wasn't that it was bad, but I just kept finding, oh, there's there's a plot hole, there's a problem. But it still if man- you can spot the plot holes. Yeah, there was a yeah. lot of okay, but why are they doing that when in the last movie this happened, or why are they doing that when in the future this happens? And like they're not small things. Uh, but what- it achieved its goal with me at any rate. Of I want to know how the story ends. Like, now, I'm going to go see the next one, regardless of what I thought of this one. Well, and that's the other thing, is that we have to remember it's a middle movie, or if they do five of them, it's like, oh, it's I, still a middle movie, yeah. but if they do, I don't know how they're going to stretch it out to five. I think they should five. cut their losses at three. Maybe. Like, so, if either way, it's still a middle movie, and you got to think about it, it's like the middle of a book, or, you yeah. know, you're, you're still, you're not supposed to have answers, so I'm hoping... 
like people, the criticism on the first movie that I know that Kevin had was that uh, the action kind of happens around um, Newt, which it should because he wasn't there to be involved in this at all. It just kind of happened and he got involved in it. The second one, he's more involved, but not a whole lot. It again kind of just happens to him. And he becomes more involved. And then at the end of it, he makes his choice. And he's like, no, now I'm involved. So I like that part of it. But a lot of the questions I'm hoping that they came up in the second movie are answered in the next one, which will hopefully close some of these giant holes that we've been having. Yeah. Okay, question. Okay. Does um, Grindelwald have the Elder Wand in this movie? No. Okay. It it does like there are a couple shots where it's similar looking, but no, I, I haven't gotten so. to that part in my reread of the story of, yeah. the, of the Harry Potter book, so I don't um, remember too too much about the Elder Wand. Speaking of which, Johnny Depp was pretty solid in it. Like he didn't Johnny Depp the crap out of this movie, as I, I mentioned earlier. Like I didn't have a problem with him. He, his character is actually fairly understated in some ways for Johnny Depp. For yes, Johnny Depp. <laughs> that's good. Um, weirdly, the, the, it wasn't a problem I had, but Jude Law as... You mean young hunky Dumbledore? Yeah. Didn't seem like Dumbledore to me. Like, there was nothing that he did that reminded me of either Michael Gambon or Richard Harris as Dumbledore. Yeah. There should have been something that, like, you know, that really caught it. And the thing is, is that that movie's only supposed to be 20 years before Harry Potter. Yeah. So No. Yeah. It's supposed to be 19... No, no, no. no. It's it's 1920-something. Never mind. Sorry. I was going to say, because the first one, if this one just takes place not that long after the first, you know, Beast movie... Well, that was a lot longer. You know, the, the, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. not Sorry, the, uh, the right. 70s. I was misremembering. But anyway, I saw a funny meme where they were like, uh, they took Jude Law Dumbledore and they took uh, uh, Harry Potter Dumbledore. Like the yeah, Michael old Gambon, Dumbledore. Old Dumbledore. And they were like, what the hell happened? And somebody wrote tenure. <laughs> so it's like, this is before you get tenure and this is after. It reminded me when I was Fuck in... pants, I'm wearing robes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It reminded me of, of uh, uh, when I was in university, I had a professor who used to say uh, tenure means not only to get fired, not only would I have to impregnate a student, I would have to eat the baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, this question is for Jen, because I, I kind of meant a Jen question. for it. Um, so Grindelwald and Dumbledore were a couple... They, Am I? Or she is. Okay. J.K. Rowling has stated this, but it's it's not actually written in, in the books. Right? It's gossip. Yeah, uh, that the one chick in her tell-all of Dumbledore's book wrote, or the tell-all of Dumbledore's life. Mm. In her book, she wrote that they were. You know, a couple or together, it's or sort of hints at that uh, in basically the movie in too. the in the books. From what I remember, because I said I haven't gotten to that yep. part again yet, I remember them explaining it as they had a very very close friendship. Yeah, very close friendship. Well, they don't they don't well, say it that way. But no, I but mean, she does. But, but yeah. But then, after all the books were published and the movies were out, yeah, and J.K. Rowling when was she could say whatever she wanted yeah, about anybody, she was desperate to keep any... Harry Potter relevant so yeah. that she could keep making money. And she's like, "Oh, by the way, he's gay." And I was like, "But that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Like, it doesn't add to his character. Yeah. It doesn't take away from his character. It's just like it, if she was like, "Oh, by the way, his hair is brown." 
So weirdly, like weirdly, that would make an interesting kind. Of, like if they did make that sort of canon through these films, and I think that's what they're because, doing. Because you know, well, you got to remember of... in Britain up until I want to say like the seventies, being gay was illegal, mm-hmm. like or late sixties. It was and being a witch is illegal too. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Might be different in the wizarding world, but I think that that was there was a whole scene in the movie with the mirror of Erised. It um, really kind of hints at where, that. yeah. Which I had another problem with because that's not how the mirror of Arisid works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they they really strongly hinted at that it was more than just a friendship. Yeah. In the books, to my knowledge, again, I could. It's been a while. It sounded to me more like it was like they were almost like brothers, but like they had that close of friendship. They were like they consider themselves brothers. But I think that since those books were written and I've read them. Um, it's been expanded on so that they were closer to to lovers than brothers. Yeah. So um, the one thing that Jen and I talked about in the car on the way home is it really smacks of the later Harry Potter books as opposed to the earlier Harry Potter books. In basically, it's very J.K. Rowling written, who also happened to be credited as, as the sole screenwriter on this film. And as soon as we sort of came upon that, it's like, oh, okay, this movie, why this movie is written like this now makes a lot of sense. Because yeah. I, I always compare J.K. Rowling to, to George Lucas and that kind of a thing, where they are excellent world builders. They create magnificent things, but they're not especially good writers. Mm. I mean, I love the Harry Potter books. I love the world of Harry Potter I don't think J.K. Rowling is the best writer I have ever read. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, I would agree with that. It, Especially like, now I'm into Order of the Phoenix. And uh, <clears throat> I guess I can't remember exactly what was going on when that book came out. But it's saying, just from reading it, it's like she threw in a lot of big words. And it made me feel like like they didn't really... First of all, they didn't fit with the narrative and second of all i was like are you trying to sound more literate than or not literate but more intellectual than you are like hey look at me i'm a big shot i also novelist. found with the with the books they got as they went on they kept getting longer oh yeah and i know the idea was well my fan base is getting older, getting older. they can but that doesn't necessarily mean they need a longer book well yeah you know what i mean and that's i, I and it's the same criticism i'll give like peter jackson is yeah. the Hobbit uh, the the Lord of the Rings movies? I think were the length that they needed to be. The either theatrical or maybe even the extended cut. The Hobbit movies were way too long. Well, yeah, like my my memory of of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the last book, is that it's just a big, long, boring camping, camping trip. trip. Oh yeah, and even the movies that they, they, they split it into two. Yeah. I'll watch the first one if it's on TV because it's one of those Harry Potter marathons or something, but I'm not as interested in it as I am in watching the second one where everything happens. Yeah, see, I, I think I've only watched The Deathly Hallows in theater. I don't think I've seen it since then. I'll be um, honest. The only thing I remember from either of those movies is the end of the second one with the big battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it I, was Which it is you really well it? done. I probably yeah because it was Hagrid's carrying dead oh, yeah. dead Harry. quotations Harry and he she, he jumps up right and like hits the spell and I just quoted Robot Chicken from it. I lean over to Jenna and go back from the dead asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
She laughed. And I mean, the other part of the end of, of the Harry Potter books is that I feel like J.K. Rowling just started to kill off characters for no reason other than, you know, like some of them actually had poignant and, and, and necessary deaths, but some of them like, oh, and by the way, all these characters de- are dead too. Yeah, but and at least like, in the well, final, if they died in the final, that, though, right? exactly. Yeah, but I People mean, die in battle, at least it showed that there were consequences. Yes, and I did like that, but I was like, if it's going to be a character that you've taken the time to establish and develop and give a personality and a backstory and everything, don't just like write them off in a sentence. That, that's That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, but... Some of those characters that got developed, yeah, they were like B, C level characters, but some people just, you know, really gravitated to those characters. Yeah. It is one of those so. fandoms where people really, really like characters that, on the long and the short of it, are not important to those stories True. at all. True. You know, and like you can say that about lots of literature, right? Yeah. There, I know people who are still mad at Peter Jackson because Tom Bombadil is not in those movies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the other thing I wanted to say about this, going back to, to the crimes of Grindelwald, um, I found that the the aesthetic was really pretty. Like, you got to go to the uh, American Ministry of Magic and the French Ministry of Magic and the British. You go to the British one as well? I can't remember. We've seen it before anyway. Yeah, but you've seen it before. So you can compare how the different countries have different ministries of magic. And it's really pretty how they do the different aesthetics. Which brings me to my other beef about this aesthetics is that in the Harry Potter books, they make a big point of emphasizing that wizards don't know how muggle clothing works. Like in the, I just finished reading the Goblet of Fire. They go to the Quidditch World Cup and they have to sneak in as muggles. So like they're wearing like nightgowns, like the old men wizards are wearing like nightgowns and fuzzy slippers because they don't know how muggle clothes work. But everybody... In that Harry or in the Crimes of Grindelwald, are like three piece suits. Are wearing Muggle clothes, yeah. and the same thing with Fantastic Beasts. And I mean, I love Newt Scamander's outfit. I think now, I love Eddie Redmayne so very much. So I wonder though if it all depends on where those wizards live and what they interact with. But they had it in the Harry Potter movies too. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at the Harry Potter movies. Like yeah. you saw that, you know, like. Ron's dad. He had no problem with clothes. He went to the ministry every day. Yeah, but that might be... Honestly, from a filmmaking perspective, that might have been just a way... Like, one shortcut you could get rid of that really doesn't affect the story. and and I get that. But gives the budget relief. Because if not, you are making robes for, like, 400 people. Oh, no, I totally get that. So then even then... Okay, so you can make... well, maybe they, you know, some of those wizards, maybe they've never gone into the muggle world. Like, look at where the Weasleys lived. Yeah. They lived out in the middle of a swamp or out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But, you know, other than him going to the ministry to work, which he could just use the, you know, he could evaporate into it or whatever. Um, would he have any interactions with with muggles other than bringing his kids to the train stations to see them off to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I keep meaning to look up like the, does Pottermore have the history of the wizarding world? Probably. Like, like, you know, like, cause for instance, in this movie, we, the part of Grindelwald's thing of recruiting people is shows what could happen if the muggles are allowed to continue. And it's seen from it's world, world war two. Right. And which reminded me, Oh yeah. World war one happened. What did they do during the World Wars? Did did they just stay out of it? I don't know. I don't I, it know. seems to me one of the books, the the one where um, 
the the minister of magic meets up with the prime minister because they hit that's the the one sort of contact is i think that's the next book i'll tell like you when the, i get there it's like the the you know the alien thing with like the president knows about aliens but doesn't like the, like there's yeah. that one little con i always thought that was kind of a neat thing in it and i it seems to me that they mentioned something about it but it's like you know, there had to be a couple of wizards that went like, no, they're going to kill us all if this keeps going up. Yeah. You know, we got to get involved in this fight one way or the other. And I kind of feel like, and you'll, you'll be able to find out in the book, I, th- I almost wonder if that part in the book, if they say that they've had that connection with the Prime Minister since World Maybe War II. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. It's after World War II, they decided, or, okay, we got to start, like... Have some sort of line of communication, yeah. Because or maybe of, even like, just because the Voldemort shit happens stuff in or... their world too that can affect. Yeah. Well, the like world. like the whole thing in the books is that Sirius has escaped from Azkaban, and we know that he's not the murderer. But you know, the Ministry of Magic has to tell the Muggles that this crazy guy's on the loose so that they can try to find him. Yeah, because I mean, if you are a, a crazy wizard and you're wanted by the wizards. Of course, you're going to go hang out in the muggle world where they're not going to know you from mm. a stick in the mud, right? So, anyway. Um, yeah, but overall, I... Hi, Petra. I super enjoyed it overall. I mean, I love Eddie Redmayne. He's fantastic as Newt's commander. Um, I did really like the aesthetic. I loved all the 1920s and 30s type clothes. And uh, I liked... I, they didn't have a whole lot of magical creatures, but, I mean, they had to have some, and otherwise, why is Newt there? Um, and why keep calling it Fantastic Beasts? Yeah. I kind um, of think that was a title that they, like, they sort of, because they went with the first one, they now got to kind of stick with it, and I understand that, but maybe the, the, the first time they should have come up with, like, the wizarding world as, like, like something Or even else. Newt Scamander or something yeah. like that. Well, the reason is Be- that because they, they based that off of a textbook, a Hogwarts yeah, textbook, right? Yeah. I have the little tiny book downstairs. I like it, to me though. Like if you put give it a, a more generic title, you can do so much other shit. Oh, yeah, with no, it definitely. Too, which the, if they have their way, they are going yeah. to. But yeah, the magical <laughs> creatures that they did put in, I really liked how they did them. Yeah, and I mean it wasn't as extensive as the first one, um, but it was still really well done. I also found that they shoehorned in a lot of the characters from the first one, like Jacob and Queenie. They, they were just really like, did not need to be in that film. No, they were just like, all. shoot. J- Jacob, that's the muggle? Yeah. yeah I was wondering how he, because I remember seeing him in the trailer. Yeah, they yeah. shoehorned him in. Like oh, okay. he, he was not necessary. Other than it's a really, like he and Newt have a really good dema- uh, dynamic and good chemistry. As Does he remember Newt then? Yeah, that's they kind of wrote that off as like, uh, hey, how do you remember? Oh, apparently uh, the... Uh, Power of love or something? No, no, the rain only gets rid of bad memories, and since I didn't have any bad memories, uh, they all came back. And oh. I'm like, what, what? Well, I was, I always, even after recently watching that one again and seeing the end where she comes in and he looks at her and just his memory, like all the, the baked goods that he made, yeah, made me think, okay, well, that spell didn't really work on him. Maybe because of when she came and kissed him. Maybe. Yeah. There, there's a couple. Like, but that okay, would have so, been a better explanation than what they gave in the movie. See, though. here's the weird thing for me is there. Like I said, there seems to be a lot of bits and pieces missing that would explain things. There's also a lot of subplots that don't need to be in this movie. Like Nagini. Nagini. Unless the, we again, unless that's going to come up in future. The whole bit Lestrange with thing? Lestrange was I like 
seemed to be completely and utterly overwritten to me. A little strange. Yeah, it's hard to explain. So the whole idea. Okay, so the first movie, the idea was they were trying to find out who the Obscurial was. Yeah. And they thought it was the little girl, but it ended up being Credence. So this movie, they know that Credence is this super powerful Obscurial, but they're trying to figure out who he is, who his parents were, why he was in the orphanage and all that stuff. So they lead you down uh, the trail of he is a descendant of the Lestrange family uh, because this is where it's super complicated and I was trying to figure it out. So I'm going to just call him Mr. Lestrange because I don't remember his first name, the patriarch of the family. Okay. Kidnapped and married a black woman whose name I don't remember at all. Yeah. Who already had a son. Yes. By another guy. So the so the the black woman and the and Mr. Lestrange ended up getting together. And then the son from the first marriage decided he needed to kill Mr. Lestrange. And the two of them uh the 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 wife and the sorry, the black woman and Mr. Lestrange had another daughter named Lita, who ended up being who in does a swanton bomb off the third oh rope? No. Who no. was in love okay. with Newt, but ended up being engaged to Newt's brother. And then... Played the, by Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, she was really good. So then the brother, the the kid from the first marriage wanted to kill Mr. Lestrange by killing Credence, who they also thought was one of Mr. Lestrange's kids. Yeah. It's effing confusing. And like and, I wanted to pause the movie, and I wanted them to put up a freaking family tree. When I got home, I looked up the Lestrange family tree because I was like, I don't understand how all of this is connected. And then at the end of it, it means nothing because he's not actually part of the Lestrange yeah. family. And you're like, well, what the hell was all that it, for? It's part of your thing of where you're saying they were shoehorning characters in, like that, like oh, that's a name so, you remember because yeah, you was remember this last like, name, right? Carter yeah. One of the oh, you remember the Lestrange family? Yeah, well, we better put that in there. She's kind of hot. And in a really batshit crazy way in those films. <laughs> and I mean, I liked that Lita Lestrange was in there. And I liked that since she was mentioned in the first movie that they brought her in. But they didn't have to go into that whole... They could have just had Lita was in love with Newt. But nothing the ever came end. of it. So she got engaged to Newt's brother. The end. Yeah, but even that. Why have that? They well, because really they, had to do a, they had to do a conflict between Newt and Tina. Tina, the horror uh, from America, from the first movie. I guess. Because but... Tina likes Newt. Yeah, but you could have done that with, like, you know, just your standard tabloid bullshit. Yeah, but like they had already... Like, some girl, like, he's rumored be married this person. But and they like, did. And not even have that character in the movie. Yeah, but I guess since they had already mentioned her in the first movie. I yeah. don't know. And I really liked her character. I thought she was cool. I think she was good in that character. I just think the character was needless. No, yeah, yeah. probably. There was a so, lot of, yeah. So Jen really liked it. I really liked it. I'm looking forward um, to the next one. C plus, B minus for me. It was, like like I said, it's weird because like the, I found so many problems with it, but yet really want to see the next one. I want to see how the story ends. So... That's why I got to rate it kind of as high as that. You know what so I like mean? So a seven. If there wasn't another movie, like, or that I didn't know a movie was going, it would probably be a, a lower rating mm. to it. 
So if there wasn't another movie coming out, I would have been like, "What the hell did I just watch?" Yeah, I'm real. I've got high hopes for the next movie that they answer some of the questions that we've got from this. Oh, one. they're not going to answer anything. No, well, come on. Gavin mentioned to me end. that it's scheduled for five. Yeah, I think I remember hearing that too. I don't yeah. think it did well enough. I think they might just try to. Yeah. Hopefully, they do one more to wrap it up, and then I don't, that's it. The, did it, it going back to China because the, it's an important film market. I don't think it's a movie that can show there. I don't know. The whole once you, when you start getting into the whole their magical whole, yeah, and the, ghosts and all that spiritual really stuff, shit. they don't let a lot of that in. Like Ghostbusters, no, no, you can't. that's part of what tanked that movie. At the, at the end of the day, if it had done well in China, we would be getting more. But that's of the those. thing. It just opened. Oh, it didn't even play in China. Yep, because the whole. You know, well, Doctor, I know Doctor and... Strange was one of those ones that they. I think they like hired people in order to follow because they wanted to open there. Yeah, I think there was some Asian production companies involved in that one. Yeah, well, not like it, it, but they just went through the like the whole cultural mandate and stuff. Yeah, right? so I'm kind of I'm just seeing if I can find it. Oh, here we go. Oof, that's a big number. All right, so uh, I don't know when this web page was last app updated. But, but what was it saying? About? Uh, for the crimes of Grindelwald, uh, the Chinese box office uh, was fifty-seven point two million dollars. Oh, so not bad. So, that so overall, to... worldwide box office was five hundred and seventy million three hundred and fifty-eight thousand six hundred and five dollars. So Probably yeah. a profit by the time home video rolls around. Yeah. Uh, the budget but, was two hundred the production budget was two million. Yeah, but so I, they've I've already been, grossed, just two million dollars? Yeah, just two million. Two is that what it is? No, How many maybe, zeros maybe is maybe two hundred? Two hundred. Two hundred million? How many zeros is that? Jeez, oh, put it right in my face. I did not. <laughs> well okay, well you can see there's at least two after the number two. So that's 200. You don't have to be condescending about it. Yes, you can I do. just read the number. Well, it's clearly $200 million. I'm not good at numbers. $200 million sounds about right. And, that and it's made so mil- over $570 I have, million. I've heard through various other podcasts and stuff that that budget number never includes like the oh, marketing no. department. Yeah. So by the time it's done, it'll make a profit and probably enough to, to like, okay, well, even let's at, give at, this one more kick at the At can. 500 it probably has made a profit or at least broken even. Yeah. I'm curious if Johnny Depp will be in the next one or not. Yes. Oh, probably. He has to be. He's no. Grindelwald. Well, they can recast him. They recast Dumbledore. Yeah, it's because he died. Yeah. It's kind of hard to... Dumbledore didn't also didn't apparently, like, allegedly beat his wife. So that's... Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about there, that. There is reasons why Disney is not putting another... Jack Sparrow movie out. They're they're moving away from the Johnny Jet ship, ship between <laughs> ship. That, and that ship un- sailed. Yeah, that ship has sailed and sunk. Because like between that and like the the Rolling, I think it's Rolling Stone. He did an interview with that was like, oh, the, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so. And like it, 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 Warner Brothers might it, like I could see them casting and keeping him on just to, to avoid legal problems, and that'll be what like they won't go into production probably for another year or two. So they'll hope that yeah. everything's died down by then. So that was our review of Fantastic Beasts number two. There you go. Yep. Um. Yeah, if you like Harry Potter, probably go see it. Yep. 
If you like the first one, you'll probably like this one. If you don't, I wouldn't bother. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Definitely don't yet. go see it if you didn't like <laughs> the we'll first see. one. I didn't see the first one in theaters. And I probably won't end up seeing this one in theaters either. I'll mm. probably wait until I can get it, you know, download it and watch it on at home. Or buy it and watch it at home. Or, yeah. You know, physical copy or download copy. Yep. Which brings us to the end of the episode and Geek Picks. Who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Uh, Squirrel Girl. Yep. Because it's awesome. I, should... I haven't gotten a new issue in a bit. Squirrel Girl's still technically dead. <laughs> uh, and then, because um, you reminded me, um, the Netflix uh, Shira is out, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. It is so good. So much better than the original. <laughs> <laughs> the original was good. It's just a product of its time, so it's yeah, kind of difficult to The original watch was that. a good toy commercial. Yeah. Uh, but they do such a good job in this one of making sure that all of the characters have very distinct personalities and styles um, and still work together. A lot of humor. It's pretty funny. Um, and they keep bringing, they bring back a lot of the characters from the old ones. So like Scorpia and Catra. With good twists on them yeah. though too. Oh, I love Scorpia. She's so good. Uh, they've got Glimmer and Bo and Adora are the main characters. Uh, and I love their how they redid Bo because I remember him being a bit of an asshole in the original one, mm. um, but now he's just like he's the guy, so he's just like everybody's best friend. He's really nice. Uh, yeah, it's very Avatar. Yeah, like it Airbender. Is. Yeah, like very, Airbender. Very similar. Well, wasn't it? Weren't the Airbender people involved in this? No, it's uh, Noelle Stevenson who does Lumberjanes, the comic book. Okay. Yeah. She's also apparently worked in animation before she did that comic. Yeah. And was it the Steven Universe people? I, feel I don't like... know. I don't think so. Other I than know that there was has some... that kind of aesthetic to it. Oh, and when they I know the that there was someone from another one awesome. of those shows that was involved. Either way, you know, if it wasn't Airbender, no, then Steven it's Universe Steven or something. Universe guys are doing Thundercats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you raced that one out of your brain, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's my geek pick. You should watch the Netflix Shira. It's what, 13 episodes? Yeah, we yeah. watched half of it, and then we waited and watched the other half. Uh, it's very binge-worthy. It's excellent. Okay, Ryan, your turn. Well, my geek pick is... Oh, it's a geek pick. <laughs> It's kind Are you of still a, thinking of one. Oh no, it's written down. I, I it's written down right here. Yeah, you don't have to prove it to me. Unlike, my geek pick is you. I believe the curse of Oak Island. Oh, back to that. My I, I think my you've guilty had this as a geek pick before. Not, that, not um, that you don't. Have, you're allowed to have the same geek pick yeah, twice, especially in especially a TV when show. we forget about it. Because yeah. well, the new, new season, season, right? And. Uh, it's that yeah, whole guilty pleasure show. I watched. I had. Just, I watched an episode of it uh, tonight before I came over. Uh, you know they're using all kinds of new technology, like you know he's doing like the little explosion. You know, ex- yeah, using dynamite and you know not you know, small explosions yeah. to make uh, underground. You know, sonographic mappings and finding you know these anomalies that could be tunnels and <laughs> these like square things that's like well nature doesn't make a square so it's like there's these you know tunnels and they're finding they found uh on one of the beaches in the 
last week's episode that we found out this week's episode it was like a iron arrow but it was a tiny one that would have been from like a, for like a small crossbow okay and the um the elemental breakdown mm. makes it like roman time period is this thing's from <laughs> what the fuck and how is this <laughs> how is this fucking thing showing up Buried underground on an island in Nova, off, off the coast of Nova Scotia. I think this show would make me angry. Why? You know I what? Think, the the, the see, best solution to all these things that they find from different time periods in different places... Aliens. ...is the, the doctor show... Like, the TARDIS shows up. The doctor comes out, and you see him with the garbage bin. <laughs> just, like, throws, like, a bag of garbage. And the guys on the show are like... And then runs back in the TARDIS and, <laughs> and flies off. No, it would have been done back in time so that it ends up underground. Because no, none of this stuff is just like, well, oh, look, I just walked up and found something. Uh, it's, you know, yeah, metal yeah. detecting. It's digging underground. You know, some of the stuff is like. How long has this show been on for? Like, it's been a couple seasons at this point, Oh, this point, is right? like season five. five? Like they, I think these guys have been doing it for the last, these will. Uh, it's the show's been going for the last five years. Yeah, uh, these the brothers and and the other uh, members of their team that pretty much I guess own all the lots on Oak Island. Mm. Um, I don't know how long they've owned it for, and have been digging, but just the history of the actual the story yeah, of the a, island is, is super interesting. Story, I will. Give and it that. when you start yeah. digging into it, like the one lot that they've recently found some stuff in uh, belonged to. A, 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 a captain that kind of became a pirate. He was working with the American. He was American, and they gave him a ship during the um, the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. They gave him a ship. He got on his ship, and then he was like, "Ha ha! Screw you, hippies!" <laughs> Took off in his ship, flipped, became you know, went on the English side. So was deemed a traitor. Yeah. So he left to Canada and bought a lot on this island and lived there. And there's a few other, like, you know, when you start, you know, these people that all came from one spot and then moved there, were able all of a sudden had all this money and were able to buy those, this property. And then they've, you know, they found things buried mm. in different spots. And, you know, the, they've, they've dug up bone and parchment from like a hundred feet underground was like, well, how in the hell, like, what the hell's this doing down there? And yeah, I, I'm always suspect though of those shows. It's, you know, well, this like, show, well, see, that's the thing. I would be too, except they had to go to because of the nature of the of the the place, yeah, and the historical significance of it anyway. Uh, they had to, uh, like, they've they've had to jump through all kinds of government, like Canadian government hoops. To be doing what they're doing in the first place, and have to have actual licensed archaeologists on staff, um, in and, case they and find keeping and keeping that's notes. Legit. Like, anytime they go and dig, if they're doing any kind of digging, like when they go to do their little, you know, if they're on a beach and stuff, then they can dig. But if they're out in the bush, they uh, they can't dig unless the archaeologist is with them. Yeah. Like if they find like an overturned tree, then they can look there and kind of search because it's been disturbed already. But if they're going to disturb the ground, they need to have an archaeologist. Yeah, because the archaeologist has to make sure that they're not messing something up. Well, yeah, and that they will, you know, if they find something, then they, you know, all of a sudden, oh, okay, now we have to stop. 
so we can have to come in and do an actual proper dig around this item and yeah. so I don't and at this point the so you know yeah it's reality TV well it's, I, I find but, that with all those treasure shows on uh, in general it's the format like because it like it's the way to bring you in but it's you know it's like hey do you see that when we get back from the break, hey, did you see that? And then they get back, hey, did you see that? It's a box shape. <laughs> like, it's a way to keep bringing you in. But yeah. they all do that from, oh, like, yeah. that one to, like, the gold mining ones and stuff like that. Well, those gold like, mining ones are really bad. Those, oh, ones are, th- those ones are right up there with the ghost hunting shows. Yeah. But, uh, no, I know. I believe in, I believe in, the. I give these guys credibility in this show credibility. They're using some really cool technology, and they you know they they go to the um like they got the Arrowhead, um, the material tested. They you know so they went to the university mm. in in Halifax and did the you know laser, you know use the laser to to tell what it is laser magnification <laughs> shit and all that sciencey stuff. They sent it, you know, ran they, it through the back computer. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, okay. that's my my guilty pleasure is the Curse of Oak Island, yeah, which I was like disappointed I didn't get to go out to Oak Island when I was out Aww. east this summer. Uh, Next, but time. you can only go on to Oak Island. Uh, you can only go as far as the um, they've set up like a like a, a, museum, a visitor, visitor center, center museum, yeah, um, with a lot of the artifacts from older. Things like the original, like yeah. the stone block with the carvings in it, and all the shit that well, the they got to do that, or else everybody up. and their brother is going to be out there digging, and somebody's going to die. Well, and that's and the thing, though, too. Like, it's a private island; yeah. they own the whole thing. They can stop you from going out there. And then I guess there are tours, and so if you get to get one, book these tours that book up a year ahead of time. Oh, really? Huh. All right. For, well. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. So my geek pick, I, I, I'm taking my producer credit and doing two. Oh. Yeah. Uh, one is another podcast, last podcast on the left. They just did a three-part series on the Knights of the Solar Temple, which were was a cult that was both in Quebec and in like Switzerland, I think. Yeah. And there's a few France. spots. There's yeah. a, a few Americans. Um, very few. well done. And because it's done by comedians, there was a couple really good laugh out loud moments. Um, and uh, so check that out. It's just like it's one of those podcasts that like you have to watch how many episodes you listen to or you start to get kind of creeped out on a whole. So after this one, I'll probably take a break for a while. I listen to it at least one. You no, know, I listen to an episode of a week. <laughs> now these last ones, I, I I'll be honest, I didn't make it through all the way to the end of them in one sitting because I started losing interest on you know some of the cult stuff doesn't. Eh. Oh, see, I I find that stuff fascinating for. Oh, well, it's fascinating, reason. but it's just especially once it becomes like a three parter, it's like, oh. Yeah, but, the last one. But, these guys, the, but they're good. The last one's on the the end of the cult. So yeah, that's, uh, which it, I, I think which it's I haven't because, started to listen um, to when yet. I was working for the true crime website. I was reading up on these guys, so that's yeah, it kind of piqued my curiosity. My other one, and I find myself kind of amazed that I'm going this way, is from DC Comics Green Lantern, written by Grant Morrison, drawn by Liam Sharp. I am so loving this comic right now. And Second issue, isn't Second issue came out last oh. week. Um, it's Space Cop. Yeah, it has gone back to the roots of Green Lantern. It is Space Cop, 
And the the big thing at the end of the second issue, I guess, which will be the major point of the storyline, is the uh, the Earth has gone missing. <laughs> How do you misplace a whole planet? Yeah. Hey, it happened to Doctor Who. And the, the nice thing is, is like Grant Morrison tends to be a very um, traditional guy when he deals with some of those characters. Like he hark- like if you read All Star Superman. It is his love letter to the 60s, 70s era Superman he grew up reading. Um, And this is very much like that. It's very much the Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams kind of, or uh, Dave Gibbons run on on that original sort of thing. Now, is this part of current continuity? Who knows? Okay. I don't give a shit. It's, it's one of the... Well, it's like so far the story's gotten me to the point where like I don't really care if it's attached. I'm going to say no because the Earth is missing. I feel that would be something that would I would have read about like the, the latest DC crossover. The Earth has gone missing. You know? Um, but he does bring in... So DC has had a weird thing about space cops for years. The Dark Stars show up in it, who were a 90s set of space cops. Because you have, what, there's the Manhunters, there's the Green Lanterns, there's the Dark Stars, there's uh, Legion to a certain extent, not the Legion of Superheroes, but there was a Legion in the 90s. Like there's a lot of space cops running around out there, and there's a lot of space. The dark stars are one of those ones that usually get ignored. Um, Donna Troy was a dark star for a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like in Grant Morrison's version, he's turning them into a private security company, <laughs> like space private security company. Nice. They're like, I don't know. you know, makes like, sense. Yeah. So um, it's really grabbed me. The art's fantastic. Um, I feel a little bad because I really like Liam Sharp's art. He's, um, he's done a lot of stuff everywhere for the last number of years. But um, in the last two, I guess, he's the guy who was drawing um, the uh, the kind of the year one storyline in Greg Rucka's Wonder Woman run. That just ended a little while back. Okay. You know how there was the, the yep. it was the, there was the, the two separate book. stories. Yep. Yeah. So he was drawing. That were tied together. He was drawing the more like fantasy based one. And then somebody else was drawing the other one. Um, I really, really love his art. But I've been getting the variant covers because the variant covers have been different artists. And they're just, those two are really good. It's one of the few books where. If I had more money, I would be tempted to buy both covers. Ah, uh, okay. But I go with the variant cover because Liam's art's in the rest of the yeah. book. So yeah, if if you, if it, that idea of like space cop appeals to you, like sort of Britishy science fictiony kind of stuff, definitely check out the first two issues. Nice. That's it for this episode. Um. We don't exactly know what's going to go on because uh, we would have to record our next episode uh, like on Christmas. Well, no, so we're we have time the week of after Christmas. Well, we're yeah, all around. We're so. we're going to try and figure something out. So it it may be an interesting episode. That episode. 
We still have to do our Secret Santa gifts. That yeah, episode. we have, we have nope. to do that. And, and by then, you guys should have watched all of Doctor Who. Yes. Yeah, and when Kevin will be here for that because we can't really talk Doctor nope. Who without Kevin. <laughs> and the Elseworlds crossover that I'm missing the final episode. Actually, at this point, I've already missed the final it. episode. We'll, we'll, you guys will have seen that. And at least the three so of us good. will have seen Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. So we'll have lots to talk about. And probably Aquaman, Bumblebee maybe oh, like, at that point. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to make It'll a three-hour extravagant. We're going to have to record on like a Saturday so that we have enough time to do this before midnight. And Ed will be here too. <laughs> oh, yeah, because... It, It'll uh, be an all-star. Snowhawk cosplay went to Nashville Comic Con. Yep. Um, so Jeez. we like hearing about Comic Cons from different North places. Two all-stars. It's going to be our <laughs> 2018 three-hour finale. Yep. <laughs> Go out with a bang. And the worst part is, is in 2019, I got to try and assemble our squad for the the best of episode. And uh, like the people who I've talked to, who have said they will do it, that list is starting to get a little bit on the long side. Could be now. Like last year, there's going to be a couple drop offs just due to time and scheduling and stuff. So I'm not going to name names yet. But there's (laughs) so after the 2018 three hour season finale, stay tuned for the 2019 three hour premiere. (laughs) The 2019 premiere of the review of 2018. And with that, we say adieu to you. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Good Bye. night. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under surprise True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.